0: Welcome to. Hey, great shot. This is the Great Shot Podcast, a Cracked Rackets and Tennis Channel podcast network production. My name is Alex Gruskin. Folks, you'd think after a life in the tennis world, I would have realized that you never want to anger the tennis gods, and of course, I will continue to say that karma does exist within the realm of tennis, right? If your opponent hits a double fault and you celebrate, if you hit a net court winner and you don't apologize, things are going to turn for you on the court, and yesterday, I did the equivalent of that. I was feeling good coming off of a Tuesday victory. I was licking my chops. I was one match away from hitting a seven-person parlor on Monday I got the easy win on Tuesday and you know I got confident heading into Wednesday not only did I give you an ace of the day of course these ace of the day segments brought to you by our friends at DraftKings but I gave you a risk of the day as well and guess what neither of them would have worked for you because Donna Vekic, Christina Pliskova, both losers in their respective matches to Kochi and Sarah Errani, and so that was $50 down the drain. Of course, I said on the risk of the day I would not be personally wagering on it, but there were opportunities for those who wanted to take that chance to take an additional risk and You know, hopefully if you are them, you did not end up doing so because, you know, again, Donovac gets Christina Pliskova both losers for various reasons. Pliskova was right there. I mean, she won that first set comfortably raced out to a 5-12 lead in that first set as well. You know, was only making, I think, something like 30, 40, or 35, 40% of her first serves, but whenever she was making a first serve, she was having success, almost, you know, 8 out of 10 times winning a point. Anyway, she was looking comfortable. Uh, ultimate Arani able to grind her down. That's why she's a former Grand, Sla- uh, Grand Slam finalist in singles at the French Open. Then Donna Vekic yesterday, just an off day, and, you know, she pulled out of the event that was supposed to happen happen next week in Europe following her loss yesterday in Palermo. that's not to say Cochierreta is not talented. We talked about yesterday why hedging with her wouldn't have been the worst idea in the world. But needless to say... Day 13 did not go how I planned, and what did I learn from day 13? And we continue to learn lessons along the way here on these GSP Ace of the Day. No more gloating, none whatsoever. If we get a win, we're going to humbly accept the win. We're going to hopefully use it to pay off the deficit we have right now. And we're going to move on to our next day and just focus on that day's action. Again, stay forward-thinking. What does Bill Belichick always say? On to whomever it is. For us, it's on to day four here in Palermo. And, of course, I will quickly recap, though— the rules I can bet up to $100 a day because, let's be honest, I don't have that big spending money. Uh, but nevertheless, I don't have to spend the entire 100 on any given day. I can also choose to abstain from a day if I don't like the matches that are available to me. And, you know, eventually we're going to get Rothman. I'm going to drag his ass onto this podcast. We'll get Kale on here as well. Uh, certainly it will be fun to keep track of everything, although it is not that fun for me to keep track of everything right now because obviously I am in a hole down $140.89 140, 140, $140. in total right now. Sorry, I'm stuttering over that number because I'm just staggeringly embarrassed uh, that I'm not doing you all the service you deserve with your GSP Ace of the Day segment. Of course, if you know better, and why wouldn't you know better? Because we know our Crack Rackets fans are the most informed, the best educated tennis fans in the business, and you want to get in on the action yourself, you can by turning to our our friends at DraftKings.com. Here's how it works. You're going to create your DraftKings Sportsbook account and make a deposit. From there, DraftKings will match your first deposit at 20% up to $500. It's even simpler after that. You're going to make your first bet, and DraftKings will also match that with a risk-free first bet up to $500. And folks, I will say this. U.S. Open... Western and Southern three-week bubble in New York on the horizon. There is going to be a lot of matches featuring all of your favorite players, and you want to get in on the action. Tennis is that much more fun when you have an even higher stake in the matches you are watching. To get in on it all, just go to dkng.co slash greatshot to play. That's dkng.co slash greatshot. Deposit bonus is in DK dollars, which have no cash value and must be used on DraftKings. Offer not valid for users physically located in New Hampshire. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for more details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, West Virginia, or Pennsylvania, one 800 9 WITHIN in indiana or 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. But again, to get in on the action, and why wouldn't you, folks? Tennis is finally back, and it's not just tennis you can find on DraftKings if you're a basketball fan a golf. Fan, you know, hockey, baseball, whatever it may be, for however long it may last, get in on all of the action. Just go to dkng.co slash great shot. To begin playing, and again, shout out as always to our friends at DraftKings for mace- making these Ace of the Day segments possible, folks. I've said it from the get go: if we are not at net zero by the time of the U.S. Open, you should all ridicule me. And I appreciate all of you who do take the time to ridicule me by turning to social media, you know, Instagram, Twitter, whatever, maybe chatting us at Cracked Rackets or at Great Shot Pod with your thoughts on these wagers. Again, anyone who wants to submit their bet of the day wants to be included on these. Ace of the day segments, you have my DMs. You know where to find me at Great Shot Pod. Uh, I am all ears, folks, because clearly we haven't found exactly what's going to work for us just yet. But we are inching closer and closer to that. Uh, because again, I, I know we lost yesterday. Yesterday was a bad day, but Monday, Tuesday, showing uh, that once we get back to sanctioned tour level events, I think we can master this, and I think we can all t- work together uh, to win a little bit of money. You know, grease our pockets and make this whole experience that much more enjoyable for all of us. Now, to make today enjoyable, let's try and pick a winner, please. You know, that not only would you enjoy that, trust me, I would enjoy it as well. You think I like turning to Westoff, Dalton, or Rothman, or any of them, Jamie, and here in Gruskin, nice pick again today. And it's like, oh, that didn't work. Oh, there's a shocker. So, anyways, I am going to try and find you all winners. And on yesterday's Mini Break podcast, which, of course, the Mini Break, recapping the biggest storylines, results, and controversies from the tennis world, uh, I did about 20, 25 minutes on that general of 24, 25-year-olds on the WTA Tour uh, who find themselves a little bit in limbo, right? There's not the, you know, the appeal uh, from the fan perspective of the young generation, the Kennans, the Osakas, the Andrescues, who have already accomplished so much and, of course, hold so much promise for what they can do in the future as well. But, you know, there's also that generation above them, the Halips, the Pliskovas, the uh, Madison Keys, who are just a little bit older, clearly already in their primes still searching to you know win grand slams themselves of course Serena's in her own category the point being there's also a group of players who are now clearly entering their physical primes now have that perfect combination of pro tour experience plus skills and physical ability still available to them that we should be seeing their best tennis and someone who falls perfectly into that category is Annette Conteve, who's the three seed this week in Palermo, won her first round match in straight sets, did Conteve, uh, I believe it was 6-3, 6-3 over Patricia Teague. She's going to play Laura Siegmund, uh today, and you look for Annette Conteve for the 24-year-old, currently ranked again uh, inside, I believe, or, or inside the top 25. I want to say she's at number 22 right now, maybe number 23, number 22 right now her career high number 14 you talk about Annette Contevey and you know I am not new to this thought I'm not the only one who's going to think it uh, it's not an original one is what I meant to say maybe I am new to this thought I'm new to saying it certainly if I repeat myself I apologize although I'm bound to do that anyways the point is let's refocus here Alex come on stick to the script Annette Contevey when she's playing well She plays exceptionally well. She is someone who hits the ball as cleanly off of both wings. I I said this on yesterday's mini break, so I am repeating myself, hey, great shot. You know, tier A in terms of producing power, the Serenas of the world, I'd say Madison Keys in terms of just raw ball striking ability belongs in that category. I might even throw Diana Yastremska in there. There's a tier two right below that, the Belinda Benchiches of the world. I'd probably put Osaka in that top category as well, by the way, but you know, the Uh, Sabalenka, a good example of that category. Annette Conteve belongs in that discussion. She's probably, again, uh, maybe half a tier, maybe a full tier below those players, Uh, but she can pop the ball. She can change directions. Her movement gets better and better with each passing season. Her results also get better as well. Someone who's clearly continued to improve. Uh, Laura Siegmund is great as well. This is not meant to disrespect her, by the way, because you look for Laura Siegmund and where she is at at this point in her career you know for the 32 year old to still be playing such good tennis she's it's still inside the top 75 she's at number 65 i believe right now or at least was when rankings ended you know her career high at number 30 she's been really good on the clay in her career as well or you know uh, in particular you talk about what she's done uh, on the itf circuit she has 12 titles in her career uh, 14 additional finals i believe all but about uh, Three of them, uh, all but four of them, excuse me, have come on clay courts. And so it's obviously a surface she is most comfortable on. But if you've watched Annette Conteve this week, she's striking the ball well. It's clear she put the work in during this five months to stay in shape, if not to get in even better shape and continue improving. She's also got pretty good odds in this match, minus 195 over Sigmund. She's going to be the start of the parlay. And you'd think by now I'd learn parlays is where I get bitten in the butt, right? It's I can pick one winner. I sometimes can even pick two winners. It's when I try to put them together that I get in trouble and... You know, uh, we've picked some big odds re- before, right? You figure if someone's at minus 400, you might as well throw them in there because they're probably going to win. It's an additional person, so you get that added benefit of uh, that just having them in there and boosting up the odds a little bit. You know, Donna Vekic was a case of this yesterday, minus 400. I made the case for Coach Eretto, and yet I still said, but I'm probably leaning Vekic. Uh, you know, for today, Diana Yastremska, a heavy favorite in her match over Ossian Dauden. Uh, Yastremska 385 favorite in this one over Doden you look at in terms of her career you know it's quite clear Yastrzemska had far more you know it's still very early in her career so I should say for Doden it's quite clear this is not her preferred surface her preferred surface hard courts in her career 174 of her 261 career wins have come on a hard court she's 43 and 37 on clay which isn't bad and You know, you start to look at her career stats as well. She's won 10 titles in her career, made eight finals on top of that. Only four of them have come on clay. And so, you know, you think to yourself, is clay something she's really comfortable on? Well, in 2016, she made a 100K final on the clay. She's made a couple of 25K finals on the clay as well. Uh, So again, it's not a surface she's bad at. She just certainly prefers the hard courts. But I just think Diana Yastremska has too much pop in this matchup against Doden. And you talk for Doden, you look at what's gone on for her. You know, she had a big injury at the end of 2018 or around July that kept her out for almost a year. She did get a bunch of clay reps in towards the end of last season in particular and, you know, played some hardcore events as well. Started doing a lot better towards the end of last year. You know, she, uh, I believe, made a final and ended up winning uh, a 25K, made a couple semi finals on hard courts in 25k level as well another final as well you know so she was playing significantly better starting to regain her form that allowed her you know you talk for doden she in her career has reached a career high in the top 50 she's still also only only 23 years old so quite talented someone who clearly uh, has a long successful career ahead of her if she can remain healthy but man, the way Diana Yustremska strikes the ball, you know, you can think about her whatever you want for her off-the-court antics and, you know, the way she conducts herself, some of the statements she's made, some of the causes she supports. I'm going to leave that to you, each fan, to make their own decision. Now, again, if you want to know how I feel, feel free to message me directly. Feel free to send in a question for our Patreon mailbag that we will be doing uh, as a podcast to all of our Patreon subscribers. The point being, uh, this is not a new concept, by the way, to our Crack Rackets fans. Again, I'm a big fan of Diana Yastrzemska's game. I think she's explosive as can be. I think she moves really well on the clay as well. She's clearly very comfortable on the surface. You talk for Diana Yastrzemska, she's already got 100K a 100K final that she made on clay. She lost that final to Rebecca Patterson, but you know she's won a couple of 60K events on the clay as well. She also won an international level event on the clay in May of last year over Caroline Garcia in the final. So her game translates across surfaces, and I just think Diana uh too much firepower for Doden. I am going to take her. I'm going to parlay her with Annette Conteve. Minus 195 for Conteve. Minus 385 for Yastrzemska. You parlay them down to minus 107 odds. $50 wager earns you 49.86 in return. Again, are we trying to take one big swing of the bat here to make up for yesterday's losses? Maybe a little bit, uh, but I really am feeling confident in Yastrzemski's game, and I really also think is playing particularly well, although I am hesitant, man. That match against Sigamund is going to be a battle. You want to get risque, You want to get Super Parlay. You want the odds to be on the plus side. You throw Petra Martic, who's minus 250 over Ludmilla Samsonova, and, you know, again, I've seen too much of Samsonova. I just... Petra Martic's game style, it works on clay, but it still baffles me, someone who moves forward as frequently as she does on the dirt and has that level of success, although again, maybe it's the fact that her game is so much different than uh, so many of her opponents that allows her to have some success, but you throw Petra Martic in there, you get those odds up to plus 194, $10 wager earns you an additional 1914, again, I just don't really want to burn the 10 in case I'm wrong, I could be wrong on both, but I'm just... Just going to stick to our ace of the day, which again, a net 195 over Laura Siegemund, Diana Yastremska 385 over Ossian Doden, minus 107 odds. A $50 wager earns you forty nine eighty six in return to get in on the action yourself. Remember, you can go to dkng.co slash great shot and get in on all of the action. Of course, DraftKings, it's not just tennis, but any sport out there, you're excited for sports return. We're all excited to have professional sports back in our lives and you can get in on all of that action by turning to DraftKings.com. I know I am able to produce this sort of action for you listeners because of the immense hard work of our super producers, Max Fliegner and Daniel Westoff, who have a f- of an adding job to do day in, day out. And again, you want to hear more about the biggest storylines, results, and controversies from throughout the tennis world, be sure to check out the Mini Break podcast. Like, rate, subscribe, review all of our podcasts. This one, the Mini Break Cracked Interviews, the Inside Out Podcast. Be sure to check us out on Instagram, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube at Cracked Rackets. Again, you want to message me directly. I am at Great Pod. But with that being said, for our friends at DraftKings, our super producers Max Fligner and Daniel Westoff, and all of us here at both Cracked Rackets and the Tennis Channel Podcast Network, I am your host Alex Gruskin. May the odds be ever in your favor, and we will see you all tomorrow. Hey, oh, and we also should say, hey, Great Shot. I'll see you all tomorrow. Thanks everyone.